1: To another episode of Ladies Who Launch, Uh, Dakota and I are uh, hanging out again on a Friday morning. It's a little, uh, little fall-like in the air, but I love the fall sweater weather. So, how are you feeling today, Dakota?
0: I'm feeling okay. this This week has been really intense uh, with work. I feel really lucky and and awesome, but I'm not going to lie to you. I'm freaking exhausted. Uh, Like looking back to our last episode with Lana. I was in the shower today, and like some of my hair actually started to come out, and I was like, um, "I need to taper it back
1: <laughs> just a little." <laughs> so yeah, it's I, uh, the world of entrepreneur, property. right? Is that we we want to be busy, yeah. but it, you get to that tipping point of uh, no, this is not healthy, and it's not uh, it's not good for me anymore. It's actually good that we're our guest is going to talk a lot about that today, so it kind of all nicely wraps together.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. So Alyssa and I are really excited today because we've got a very special guest. Uh, My very good friend, Angel Kelly, is going to be joining us today. Um, Angel and I have known each other for probably about five or six years now. Uh, When I started Social Centric, I waitressed at the establishment. She was also serving at And she taught me how to serve because I sucked at it. So between scraping gum off the bottoms of tables and eating scones together on Sunday mornings, preparing for the rush that was brunch, Angel and I foraged a beautiful friendship. Um, The reason Angel is on today is she has started an amazing health coaching business based out of Calgary, except she serves clients all over the map. Um, And I've actually personally worked with her recently and found a lot of really amazing success in her niche offering of um, gut biome, health, and gut restarters. Um, So primarily, she helps gut-frustrated women who are constipated, bloated, or on the run to the bathroom a lot of the time live a happy, healthy, normal life. Um, She does private coaching She does group coaching, she does elimination diets, and so much more. Welcome, Angel, to the podcast. We are so excited to have you here, and we're excited to chat with you about your journey in entrepreneurship and also everything that you do in your business.
2: Thank you for having me, ladies. Very excited to talk about Lady Rants and all things gut health.
0: Awesome. So we've already chatted with you a little bit before today about your lady rod that you wanted to uh, put forth today. So why don't you go ahead and kick it off? Tell us what you want to rant about this week.
2: Okay. So I went to see the doctor this week, which I don't do very often. I, I almost never, uh, just because I've taken control over my health and ownership for that. So I don't often need to go to a Western medical doctor, but I had to this week. And I'm only always a little bit nervous before I go because I know we're gonna butt heads on uh just our philosophies on health. Um and I go to a clinic that has residents. So it's a lot of like young new doctors. Anyhow, we're in the session and everything's going fine. Like he was a very young man. And uh, he wasn't questioning a lot of my choices, which was refreshing until I asked for some blood work, which um, I usually get once a year. And because I'm a health geek, I get it so that I can look at my data and see how it improves over time based on all the things that I'm doing for my health. It's literally like a confirmation for me of like, Oh, you know, this way that I'm eating and this way that I, like these lifestyle factors I've added into my life, improve these metrics. That's all the, that's the only reason I do it. Anyhow, the kid, after okay. like trying to stop me from getting this blood work, you know, telling me um, there's such a thing as over testing and yada, yada. And I understand that maybe he has certain rules about how often he can give blood work. But then he had the audacity to say he was concerned that I was becoming obsessive and that I was going to have some sort of like anxiety disorder from this. And I just, I was like, "What? your way of telling me I can't get blood work is to call me names or to like shame me. I, I couldn't believe it. I was like, okay you're reading the situation wrong, but you know, I'll let you have this one. It was amazing.
0: Oh, wow. That would make me really upset. Um, Just really quickly. I have another girlfriend who just has, she just has done an excellent job of educating herself and taking the reins on her health with all uh, three of her pregnancies. She's in her third pregnancy. Now she's given um, home births to two of her babies uh, the the two before this one, she plans on doing another home birth with her third, and she just has had the health and the you know the the midwifery behind her to be able to do this. And obviously, if there was ever complications, she would one hundred percent go to the hospital. But she's uh, really taken that same reign on her health. And I remember in her second pregnancy, um, they made her do the gestational diabetes test, and because she just like doesn't eat a lot of sugar and she really controls her sugar intake. Um, the, the like glucose that they make you drink induced the the diabetes, like she tested positive for it. And it turns out that they like did it wrong and like they forced her to do a bunch of stuff that didn't make sense. And they timed it wrong and they, they ended up redoing it. She didn't have it, but like they essentially like screwed it up so badly that she would have had to like change everything and implicate a number of things for her own health. It was ridiculous. Just the, the trust and like the protocol um I I personally definitely believe in both like I go to my doctor when I need to go to my doctor and then I access people like angel when I need to access people like angel but I will say that so I recently worked with angel um on an elimination diet so angel took me through and also private coaching um angel took me through what was it that we worked together for 6 to 7 weeks 6 weeks wow. Was it 12? Okay, stop. That's embarrassing. Was it 12? It was. Okay, right in between all that, I moved into a new house and like had a mental breakdown. So maybe I'm just not remembering. But um, anyways, part of that, I think I'm thinking of the elimination diet. We did a three-week elimination diet within my coaching um, where I cut alcohol, sugar, gluten, and dairy out, which was terrifying because it's in a lot of stuff. And um, we also did a lot of coaching. And one of the things that I love about Angel is she wasn't like my therapist, but she we we talked about that stuff. We talked about meditation. We talked about sleep routines. We talked about a lot about mental health. We talked about work life integration. Um, and she, I walked away from my time with Angel just like full of knowledge of things and tools um, that I could use to, to have a better time with some of the things I was struggling with. But the craziest part about it was my diet realizations. So in the time that I did the elimination diet with her, as well as you know correcting things like routine and sleep schedule, and even just introducing uh, 10 to 15 minutes of meditation in the morning, in that time, I kid you not, like too much information here, but my bowel movements have been regular... I don't have stomach aches ever anymore. I used to have the worst stomach aches from some of the foods that were bothering me and just stress and adrenal overload. Um, I lost, I think it was like 12 pounds, no, 15 pounds and like 11 inches off my body, which wasn't the, the primary objective for everybody, but it was a big objective for me. And my energy levels have just like been way better since kind of re-harnessing the things that I eat. Um, So yeah, Angel, tell us a little bit about how you got into this and what you were doing before um, and kind of your journey with Angel Kelly.
2: Okay, amazing. And thank you for sharing all of your wins, Dakota. Um, Sometimes it feels like it feels a little uh, embarrassing to share about gut wins, but I'm so like, I talk about
1: this uh, patient uh, all the time. Um, that you I know, know IBS, I talk about it all the time. Like yeah. when you get diagnosed with IBS and you don't have a gallbladder anymore, my whole life is my um, gut and my digestive system. So trust me, we're all in the same boat here.
2: Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> love, I love yeah. celebrating a good BM. They're very important. Uh, yes. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so, okay, yeah.
2: my origin story. So on the health side, um, back in 2017, I took this month-long trip to Southeast Asia with my boyfriend, and leading up to the trip, I, you know, I did all the super healthy things. I ate right, I worked out like a maniac, yeah, yeah, cut forward to one week into the trip, and I'm experiencing my first real episode of severe constipation. And I am hating my body. Like I didn't want to be in a swimsuit. I was uncomfortable. I was miserable. I was frustrated and angry and it was ruining this beautiful trip. And that's when I like woke up to the realization that I was never happy in my body, always judging it. I grew up a dancer, so there was never skinny enough and it didn't matter what I ate, how much I worked out, what the scale read, I was always judging and never going to be enough. And I, and in that moment, I realized that the thing that I had to change wasn't my body. It was my relationship to it. Otherwise I would be living this for the rest of my life. And that was not okay. So I started working with a health and nutrition coach here in Calgary. And as I started on my journey to heal this relationship with my body as well as my chronic constipation, something just lit up inside. As I started to like learn the power of food and um, shift from being concerned about how food made me look to how food made me feel, I loved it. Like I loved it so much. Um, I was reading all the books, listening to all the podcasts, spending entire days with my boyfriend talking about gut health. And at the time I was working as a geologist and, you know, my, my short career as a geologist was a tough one. I graduated in 2014 when the oil prices crashed and it was just constant swimming against the current. It was, you know, I'd get a contract, it'd be gone. I'd get a contract, it'd be gone. I was up and down and I had really tied my worth to that career so i was suffering quite a bit so alongside all this like discovery in health and this like realizing what lights me up i realized as i was working out on a job that that was the place for me like i i mean sure i love rocks but it doesn't light me up i didn't spend my spare time listening to podcasts about oil and gas nope <laughs> Didn't, didn't even <laughs> want to read articles about the pipeline and I could care less. So I realized that that was the shift that was meant for me. And it was my purpose to serve people in this capacity. And I went back to school. I went to the Institute for Integrative Nutrition for Health Coaching and the Edison Institute of Nutrition for Holistic Nutrition. And I started my coaching practice one year Ago, and I specialize in, no surprise, gut health because I, you know, I basically spent my entire education trying to troubleshoot and clear up the root cause of my chronic constipation. So it has allowed me to be able to help clients in that capacity.
1: Thank you. So you Angel. left geology completely or are you still working in your career and this is a side gig?
2: So I, um, I still pick up geology contracts because um, I haven't yet built my coaching practice to a place where I can replace the salary of geology. But um, I'm lucky because when contracts come up, it's up to me whether or not I take them. And um, I can still, like I'll be leaving this Saturday for a month long contract. Um, And they're all out of town, remote sites. But the beauty of Zoom and everything is I can continue my coaching practice with slightly different hours. But uh, yeah, for now I'm doing both because that's what you got to do as I'm sure you ladies have experienced. Uh,
0: One thing I want to point out with Angel too, and she can kind of give us a little bit more enlightenment into this. But I think Angel is a really great example of that point in time when you're starting a side hustle while also being pretty full up with your other job so uh you know at times like hitting the mark where you're going 125 percent all the time but one of the things that i think is great about angel is she uses her time out on the field when she's not working when she's doing geology because she's so isolated and away from technology, um, there's like no Wi-Fi out there. She's totally isolated. So when she's not working, doing her job, she's being very intentional about you know trying new recipes, uh, making sure she brings the supplies she needs out to site to create the meals that she needs to to nourish her body, meditating, doing yoga, and she documents it all on her Instagram channel, which we will plug at the end of this episode. So Angel, why don't you tell us a little bit about how your prior journey has influ- has also influenced your journey into creating Angel Kelly and how you walk not only um, you know really are passionate about talking about this, but how you also walk the walk and like test out all of your different teachings and theories that you would pass on to other people? Yes,
2: yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I think often with coaching practices, A lot of your niche or your specialty comes from your own struggles or your own learnings. Um, And yeah, so when I work out in the field, I do weeks to sometimes months on end in a remote location. And I got to tell you, no one takes care of their health out there. They might go to the gym and like lift, but um, the food choices and like the lifestyle choices that people make. Um, it's very easy to slip into because you work, you work 12 hour days, you live there. There's no end. There's no weekend. There's no. Um, so uh, I, I mean, health is what I value obviously. And so I very quickly when I started working in the field, put certain rituals and routines in place um, that would stop me from slipping into those poor lifestyle choices. And, um, so things like, you know, I, on night shifts, I intermittent fast for a certain period of time, because it's not really, um, ideal for our body to be processing food into late in the night. And I, you know, I meditate on top of the trailers where the guys can't see me every day. And, um, I break up all the sitting with certain like qigong or or mindfulness practices, and um while it can be hard up there to slip into poor habits, it can also be easy to create very structured routine because every day is the same, like for weeks yeah. there is no weekend, there's no like social life there's not you know you can create this very structured routine um. And how that's allowed me to help clients, I mean, not everyone thrives with a very structured routine, but everyone likes some sort of routine. So I really help clients to build that little piece by piece into their lives through habit stacking and things like that, um, because it brings them a lot of joy. There are certain little things they want in their life, but they don't know how to add it.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Do you... Do you find that, um, so being up there, you said like even Dakota mentioned that you kind of bring your own supplies or you kind of bring your own, um, needs or things that you need to, to live your life, how you, how you want it. But is it difficult to be able to cook your own food or, or Uh, how does that work? Because is it just like, can you have access to the kitchens? How does, how does any of that work when you're dealing with a situation where you don't have your own things? Um, yeah. in your own house
2: yeah luckily uh every project i've worked i've had my own kitchen so um thank god for that i mean i have worked camp projects and uh, camps you have to eat camp food but even in those cases i've like asked for a kitchen <laughs> um which you know yeah they might get annoyed and label me a princess but i, I it's very important to me to be able to have control over what I eat. And uh, I assure you camp food is (laughs) not going to feel good. Um, But yeah, I mean, it's not, you know, you work 12 12 to 14 hour days. Sometimes it's not easy to go cook some whole food meal, but you make the time and you batch, you know, just like, um, you know, Dakota and I did a lot of work with you, you meal prep on one day and do a bunch of the cooking so that you have less to do on your busier days. Um, and yep, not always, don't always have the energy to meditate or to work out, but I will very quickly spiral into not feeling great if I don't maintain those practices.
1: Um, And
0: that was kind of my biggest takeaway from working with angel. And I'm I am still very much on a journey um, of like the things that i am trying to work on. My brain does not stop. So one of the things that we tried very hard to nail down during our 12 week program was meditation. And I will be honest with you, I failed miserably and I'm still trying to get up every day and meditate for 15 minutes. Um, just because like, for me, it's like, well, why can't I sleep for an extra 15 minutes? But I know that when I get up at the same time every single day and I have my routine between the time that I require it, I just feel better. Even if I'm exhausted and didn't get the greatest sleep the night before, because that's something I also really struggle with, um, I feel better knowing that I completed the things I needed to and I took the time for myself instead of just rushing into work every morning. So something I'm definitely still working on and it, like I um, actually starting next week, I'm going to be stopping coffee, which is going to be very interesting. I'm going to do decaf coffee, trick my mind into thinking I'm drinking caffeinated coffee. And uh, I think that's going to help my sleep because yeah, and so that was one of the things I learned through working with, with Angel. So. Good yeah. for
2: you. you so know?
0: Angel... Oh, sorry. Go ahead.
2: I was just going to say, I mean, keep me posted because um, that first week will be the most challenging, but I promise it'll
1: pay off. Um, Alyssa, sorry, did you have a question? No, I was just going to say that um, I'm not a coffee person either. I can go for weeks without having it. So um, I'm a take it early with sort of person. I don't need it. But yet I think um, what I was going to get to um with what dakota was saying was the the life of an entrepreneur when she was indicating that uh getting up or or taking time for yourself is just not something we think about because the minute we wake up it's like we have to check our email to see who's emailed us overnight and like blah 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 like our lives be belong to other people. And I think from an entrepreneur perspective, and I, I like your perspective on this angel going from sort of a traditional, well, your, your your career isn't traditional in the fact that you're, you're working in camps and you're taking contracts, but from sort of a traditional sort of corporate life to becoming an entrepreneur and, and how that's affected your, um, thoughts about work-life balance.
2: Great question. So, um, entrepreneur life is crazy. You just, you wear so many hats. You wear every hat. I mean, until you're hiring someone, you are doing marketing. I mean, in my case, you're doing marketing, you're doing content, you're doing all the admin stuff, you're doing coaching, you're doing all the creation of your coaching programs and so on and so forth and research. And, uh, like at first I was, I'm a very structured and disciplined person and I was having trouble being productive and structuring my day um, until I sort of realized this system of time batching. I don't know if you ladies do it, but I just
1: mm-hmm.
2: started to time batch and instead of focusing on like the highest priority item, I just set out my week. as like Mondays I do content and Tuesdays I focus on client work or whatever it happens to be. And, that helped immensely. Um, geology, because I was a contractor, there are certain skills that were transferable because I, you know, I don't, I work for myself out there and that, like, I don't have a supervisor or anything. And I, I need to make sure that, um, the job gets done and it's entirely in my hands, what I bring, what I, um, what I offer and, and I, it's client-based. So um, the same sort of principles apply with my practice, but I mean, nothing is like entrepreneur life. I don't, it's crazy. Sometimes I liken it to like, there's this black hole and I'm just throwing hours of my time, my resources, my energy down it. And I'm not sure if something's going to come out of it. Like, it might, and it might be something that people really want and need. And it might be hours that I threw down there on developing a program that didn't, you know, that my market didn't respond to. And, you know, see it never that time. But um, yeah, I kudos to you ladies for building your businesses to where you have. I, I really um, look up to all entrepreneurs and um, I think it's this great community of like, You really only get it when you're in it, you know? Yes. Yes. Yeah. That is
0: Uh, true. Oh, Alyssa and I, like, I think probably our most contentious issue ever is the time management piece. Um, Like, she's five years in, I'm four years in, and I know I still, like, it's scary to admit this because clients listen to this podcast. (laughs) But <laughs> like I, sometimes I try to like shove 25 things into a day. And I've also been working with a business coach recently, which I know that I've mentioned a number of times on this on the podcast. Um, and in working with Angel and then also my business coach Susan simultaneously, like I've kind of got I've gotten a lot from both of them and there's a lot of crossover. And with the time batching piece, uh recently I was tasked with re uh redoing my entire schedule for the week and now I've made it so that I am not allowed to have client meetings on Mondays ever.
1: Good. Um,
0: I'm, Good job. Yeah, like I'm allowed to go to a dentist appointment or I'm allowed to like meet up with someone to go look at office space or something, but I'm not allowed to have client meetings ever on Mondays anymore because Mondays are now my catch-up day every single week. Mm-hmm. So even my team calls with my team happen on Tuesdays now. Um, and then I'm not allowed to schedule more than six tasks a day, including like emails. <laughs> because I was finding that like when I would try to shove 10 things into a day, I was like, I would stare at my computer screen blankly in frozen horror. <laughs> so, Yeah. And then, but then simultaneously too, like when you're building the business and working your, your full-time job, And for a while there, Angel, you were also serving, which was a lot of work and quite often, might I add, for a while way back when. um, You know, you were really pushing it with your hours, even though you felt as though you didn't have anything to really, you know, show for it yet. Um, I do recall when you were putting all your processes in place and everything, and like that has really paid off because when you onboarded me, your processes were impressively tight. She had all her paperwork ready to go. Um all of her operational stuff totally like succinct and, and tight and ready to go. So yeah, it's it's that that effort that we've talked about that you you really have to put in in the beginning. Um as you're building your business, like building your business is a job in and of itself.
2: So. yeah. And to and to like close on um Alyssa's question about how to maintain balance with um, health and mental health and well-being, um, I build that right into my schedule. So I know that I have a morning routine that really nourishes me, you know, and um, it it was hard at first because it takes about an hour and a half, my my morning routine, um, and includes things like, I'm, you know, subconscious work and meditation and um, cleaning the house, things like that. And um, At first I was like, no, I just want to get up and start working. I got work to do. But I realized that the, you know, part of my work is, um, doing all this mindful stuff because that really adds to my, um, business and allows me to serve others. So I now accept that I won't start until 9am and I've got an hour and a half of, Morning routine, and then I block off an hour every day for you know yoga or Pilates or whatever it happens to be, and I like I book it into my schedule, and it is what it is. So, I think I, I would say I value it just as much as all the client work and all the things that I have to do for the business.
1: I think that's a good lesson for um, not just new entrepreneurs but people who've been in it for years. Is that when we wake up in the morning, the first thing we don't have to do is check our email. And unless we are firefighters or paramedics or first responders or people's lives are relying on our our doing our job, no one needs us that badly in what we do. And I think that's a learning that all entrepreneurs need to um, start to work into their their mental um, capacity is that we are not that important. So we don't need to get up at 6 a.m. And the first thing we do is start checking emails. And I think um, I use the time batching as well that you mentioned, Angel. And it's made a huge difference in in how I work as well because... Um, I don't need to check my emails every five minutes. And if I, and I've turned off all notifications, like on my phone and on my computer. So I don't see when emails come in because that's the first point of distraction, right? Is when you see the ding or you hear the ding of an email, it's like, Oh, I got to go deal with that. It's like, no, you don't. Um, and I actually had a, a good tip that was that I saw, um, it might've been on a webinar or in a podcast a few months ago that this person, um, has a, out-of-office on their email all the time. And the out-of-office states that they check their emails at 9.30am and 2.30pm every day. And your email will be responded to it at one of those times. And I'm like, that's brilliant. Like Just putting it right out there so that your clients and the people who contact you know that this is when you're checking emails so that... Don't expect that you send me an email and you're going to get a response in 30 seconds. Because I think that's just a, a, a bad habit that the whole whole society's gotten into with instant gratification and social media and all these things that you have to be like answering or like responding to your, your comments on Instagram right away and all this nonsense. And it's ridiculous. Yeah. It is ridiculous. And as somebody who
0: manages social media for a living, I tell my clients... know per your contract we check your accounts x amount of times per day and we spend x amount of time but we're not not, like if we don't we do not check your social like every hour on the hour unless there is like a crisis situation we capture the stuff within 24 hours and you have to give us that 24 hour time um and then for the people that know how to get like my friends and family, and even my clients, they know like not to send me messages on Facebook Messenger. Like, if you need something work related, you have to email me because I don't always check my personal Facebook. And you know, I don't even really check the social centric one a lot of the time. I'm trying to get better at that, but like, if it's urgent or something to do with work, don't send it to me via social media. Don't assume that I check my social media all the time. Um, but yeah, so that being said, I just want to quickly reiterate some of the things that Angel specializes in and we'll kind of let her chat about the gut uh, <clears throat> piece for a minute. But um, so Angel is is offering three really cool services right now in addition to her private coaching. Um, so she's got a gut right program, which I'll let her talk about in a second here. But she's also got her elimination club, which is Kind of similar to what I did, but with a group of people, and then she's also offering something really interesting called nutrient assessment. So, in addition to the mental health piece, just going back to the the, the overall health piece, one of the things that I found so enlightening when I did my program with with Angel was I. So, first of all, I wasn't eating enough at all. I was so focused, hyper focused on losing weight that I was under eating by about 800 calories and then overeating because I was starving. I also had like zero fiber in my diet, which was resulting in stomach aches and fatigue and all this different stuff. And then on top of all of that, I've since kind of realized what supplements I need to be taking and what new, like what I need to reach for when, like if I, if I have a sore throat, like what are three things I can reach for to correct that immediately? And, um, yeah, so lots of different things that I learned from Angel. So I'll let, I'll let her kind of just talk a little bit about some of the services she offers here, maybe in particular, your gut right program and your nutrient assessment Angel.
2: Okay, sure. So, um, my gut right program is a private coaching program for those with gut issues. Um, we go down every rabbit hole associated with gut problems, um, The four main ones being, we start with the basics, which are your nutrients. Um, Like you were talking about with fiber, it's sometimes that simple that you are not getting enough fiber. Um, So we look at fiber, we look at magnesium, we look at water, we look at fats. um, And once we make sure your nutrients are up to snuff, then we move on to addressing food sensitivities. Um, And the best diagnostic tool for food sensitivities is an elimination diet. Uh, Typically, I will recommend clients get rid of the big five food culprits, which would be gluten, dairy, soy, eggs, corn. And then we also do refined sugar and alcohol because those just impede on the process. Um, So we'll do an elimination diet. We eliminate for three weeks, then we reintroduce one by one to determine your food sensitivities. Then once we've got that piece, we move on to the microbiome um, and we look at, um, I do offer testing through Viome if clients want to test their microbiome, but otherwise we just look at adding in probiotic food, like fermented food, as well as prebiotic food, which feeds your uh, microbiome, the bacteria in your microbiome, and then other sort of gut healing regimen and supplements. And then finally, we look at the mind-body connection because the gut-brain connection is well-established. Your gut is surrounded by um, a mass of neurons. There are more around your gut than there are in your uh, spinal cord. And that's why they are considering it your second brain. So we look at The role that stress plays in your life, how mindful you are, how often you are activating your sympathetic nervous system or your fight or flight, because that will affect your gut health 100%. And it's probably the most overlooked factor, uh, but we weave that in. So that's all part of the Gut Right private coaching program. Um, If you just wanted to do the food sensitivity piece, I run a group coaching program called the Elimination Club where everyone does it together. Um, And I guide that with coaching calls and moderating the Facebook group. I actually have a club running right now and they're into their reintroduction phase, which is really exciting as people start to, you know, see the results of their own personal science experiments. (laughs) And then the nutrient assessment um, is really just an audit. Um, It's like a one-time service. If you're like, hmm, I wonder if I'm getting enough of my vitamins, minerals, macronutrients in my diet alone and what supplements might I need if I'm not, I literally will take a look at three days of the way you currently eat and I will crunch all the numbers for you. I will tell you uh, where you're sitting with respect to your required daily minimums on all the vitamins, most the minerals, and all your macronutrients, and wherever you're coming up short, I will give you foods that you could add in if you wanted to make up for it in diet alone. But if the gap is too big and you can't make up for it with your diet, then I will recommend supplementing. Wow.
0: Well, th- oh, thank you so much for coming, Angel. We really appreciate having you on the cast today. That was really enlightening, and I'm we're super excited to see where Angel Kelly goes. I know, I know, it's gonna go like it's gonna go gangbusters in Calgary and probably across Canada and the world. It's just awesome. But if you want to look for more information about uh, from Angel, or you want to sign up for any of her programs, her website is angelkelly.com um angel has two l's in it so just keep that in mind when you're looking for her and then you can follow her on instagram uh, um, at angel kelly so a-n-g-e-l-l sorry l kelly so um that's at angel l kelly on instagram thank you angel for joining us Thank you ladies. And I I love to
2: keep listening to, as you bring all these entrepreneurs on and um, thank you for starting this great community. Oh,
1: thank thank you. Thank you for listening to ladies who launch join Dakota and Alyssa every second Wednesday for more conversations and interesting guests. Be sure to give us a five-star rating and connect with us on Facebook and Instagram. If you send us a question, we may answer it on a future episode.